You're listening to the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT podcast. I'm your host and curator, Rabbi Aprom Kivalevich, and I hope you enjoy this episode. They asked Rabbi Yoshev the following question. Uh, there's a suffix, uh, once Alisa Shachar and you've been up all night, that you have to wash your hands, and that's easy to do. But then there's another tzad to say that you need to make birchas ha-teira, uh, even if you've been up all night. And that's a machlekes. But therefore, l'chaira, you should perhaps try to find somebody, if it's already after alois and you're learning, should you get somebody who is uh, to make the bracha for you? We talked about a couple nights ago, Rav Chaim Kanievsky's kbedis about birchas ha-shachar, but in birchas ha-teira, if you're still learning and it's already Alois HaShachar, it's already the Zman of Alois HaShachar, and there's a suffix whether you need to hear Birchas HaTayra. So the question was, is it usher to learn until you hear from someone? Now that it's Alois HaShachar, like you might go and wash your hands to do Natiyos Yadayim, do you need to say, oh, someone who, has, who slept or someone who's can body make the Bracha, make the Bracha for me because I want to still keep on learning. We're not yet davening Vasikin yet. Zman hasn't started yet. Maybe I'll daven a little later. So the Rebbe Yoshev says it's mutter to learn. There's no iser to learn without, even if you want to say that there is a suffix and that according to many sheetas, you would need to say birchas again because a full day has passed. You can still learn without birchas There's no iser. He says birchas is not like birchas when it comes to birchas anen, and for some reason you, you're in a place where it's a mokamatunif or something, and you're not able to make a brocha or you don't know what the brocha is, we say, okay, don't eat until you can get that brocha made. Or when it comes to a shever brochas, brochas from a she can't stay with her husband unless the brochas have been said. But that's not the way it is with birchas atera. Birchas atera, of course, it's a shevach to God, but it's like Birchas HaMitzvahs. She'ein, Rebbe Yoshev says, She'ein Isser Basiyas HaMitzvah, Beli Brocha. There's no Isser to learn if you haven't made Birchas HaTera. Elashem Mekayim Mitzvah, Beli Brocha, Mevatom Mitzvahs Chachamim. If you if you do a mitzvah and you didn't make the bracha, you you didn't fulfill what the Chachamim want you to do, which is to make a bracha before you do the mitzvah. So therefore, obviously, the learning. Okay. Um, if you can hear me, if you can hear me, okay, better now. We might have to um, turn to uh, the telephone. It's possible on the. Uh, it's possible if I go to the headset on the phone, it might be better. Uh, we'll see. You let me know if it's if it's uh, bursting out again. But anyway. So um, there's a mitzvah to make a bracha. But if you learn without a bracha, okay, so you are mevatel the mitzvah um, of making the takonos chachamim. But you can still do it. And if, if you're misupik, you're misupik. Oh, should I make the bracha or not? He says, go and learn. Keep on learning. Keep on learning, even though there's a tzad that you needed, you needed to make a bracha. Okay, I can't find anybody. Keep on learning. This way you're, you're still being Makai in the mitzvah. That's what he says. Clearly, ain Israel. Please come in. I like Achnasat Tochim. 
Rabbi's back. But he's still muted. Okay. Um, I switched to the phone, and uh, so we were... <laughs> so now we were doing Rav uh, again. That was Rebel Yoshev's Chiddush. By the way, there are people who say differently than Rebel Yoshev. It's said over from Rabbi Yoshever that it's also as a shtikol, as a shame, Birchas Hanenin. Pesach Frank actually said that as well. He says, look at Rabbi Pesach Frank's Psak. If there's some reason why you can't make Birchas Hatera, then you cluster to uh, learn Tyra. Uh, yes. Uh, I just remember one of the punishments of uh, uh, Talmidei ben, uh, Rabbi Akiva was the, that the claim okay. that they didn't make a brach on the Torah while they learned. Right. So that was right. very uh, special uh, that we have to do it somehow. Yeah, okay. So you're right. The Gemara does say, Dr. Kogan, that might be one of the reasons why certain aspects of the Churban occurred or why the Churban happened when it did. But this was a situation where they're an onus, where they can't make the brocha. That was that was like the Maral says, they didn't feel they needed to make the brocha. Here, the Pshad, Rav Pesach wants to say that if you can't make the brocha, it's also to learn. Because Ratzi Pesach says the same way you can't eat an apple if you can't make a bar eights, you can't learn Tyre either, and the bracha is ma'akiv. In fact, Ratzi Pesach argues with Rebel Yoshev, and he says if, 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 according to Ratzi Pesach, you would have to try to find somebody to make birchas ha'tayra for you if you wanted to keep on learning. And he says, in fact, as you see here, he calls it an avera to learn without birchas ha'tayra. So that's Ratzi Pesach Frank's din. It happens to be that Roshleim Mazalman Orabach wrote Rav Tzibesach Frank and told him, that's a Chiddush Godel? Where do you see that it's Osir to learn without making Birchas HaTayra? But that was the but there were G'dayim who held that way. Roshleim Mazalman, Rabbi Yashem did not hold that way. And it's an interesting idea about what the Brach of Limarat, the Bracha of learning Tayra is. Uh, and that's why I thought it was interesting for us to talk about it. But you raise a very good point. That could be one of the proofs that Rav Pesach has is the point that you were saying, Dr. Kogan. Um, but Rebel Yoshev held very firm, not like that. Um, an interesting question that Rav Yoshev Salvechik and others deal with, and so does Rebel Yoshev, where, where did the minute come to read the Megillah Rus specifically before Kriya Satera? Lama Kairim Tchilas Gimal Megillahs for Achachach Kairim Betera. Hari Tadar Vesheinu Tadar Kaidim. L'chaira, you should read Kriya Satera first. The, the idea of reading Megillus during the the, the, the minag of reading Megillus in, in the Regolim is, is something less common. So on Purim, it makes sense. Why? Because on Purim, we read the Torah first, and then we read the Megillah. But when it comes to Yomim Taivim, we read the Megillah before Kriyas HaTayra. Shirashirim and, and Rus and Kehelis are read before Kriyas HaTayra. Now, That's only Yes. Okay. The Minagashkinas. Yeah, but according, yes, yeah, still, uh, the people who do read the Megillah, they read it before Christ. Where did that come from? So Rav Shetzalvechik said the reason was because many times it's Yom Tov and Shabbos together. And therefore, on Shabbos, there's a special Isser of reading Ksuvim. In other words, there's a special Isser of reading Ksuvim on Shabbos. Now, we know that the Haftarah 
is always from Nevi'im, never from Ksuvim. The Megillus are part of Ksuvim. Chazal answered the reading of Ksuvim on Shabbos for a reason. They were afraid it was so fascinating and so interesting, you're, you're not going to come to Shul. You're just going to stay enamored of the book. You're going to read Devrayomim. You're going to read Eoiv. <laughs> Tillam as well. <laughs> it's also uplifting, dramatic. It's like Shakespeare's poetry. It's, it's Givaldic. So Ksuvim, you're not supposed to be reading on Shabbos. But, but Salvechik said that's only, that only kicks in post Kriya and Naftaira. So when could you do it, Salvechik says? If you would do it after Kriya Satera and Naftaira, then it's already the, the issue of reading Suvim already is part of it. That's, in fact, once Kriya Satera is done, that's why we do Nevi'im and Aksuvim. So that's the, that's why he says you do Suvim beforehand. That's, that's a big chap from Rav Salvechik. Rav Yoshev says things not so choppy, but a good answer as well. He's, he says that if you would read the Teira first, and then do the Haftairah, and then do Megillas Rus. People will say that there's two Haftairahs. There's Haftairah, uh, there's Haftairah there's for the Kriya, and there's Haftairah for the Yantiv, and people are going to think it's called Maftir. And so what's the problem? They're going to make, they're going to make the Birchas Haftairah on that, just like the regular Maftir. So in order for people not to get confused, he says, we, we sort of, uh, sidestep and we do it beforehand. Now on Purim, he says, it's not a problem, of course, because there's no maftir. <laughs> no one's going to think that there should be a maftir because there is no maftir on Purim. But on a Yom Tif, where there is a maftir, people are going to say, oh, this is also a Kriyas with Haftira. Let's do al of al and let's do all the brachos after the Megillah as well. So this uh, way, by putting it before Kriyas Haftira, you don't have that chash. Anyway. Well, 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 Rabbi Kivalevich, yes. also I'm thinking that Megillat Ruth is so special because it could be a an I mean, preparation, right, for the uh, kiyum of the Torah because of the conversion of Ruth. It's okay, like, that's it's, a it's nice a answer. Role, a special role that he elevates as a preparation, so it would be. It's a good idea to do it before. Uh, that's but a nice answer. Al, that's a nice answer, Al Pidrush, Dr. Kogan, and I, I appreciate it. It's a nice idea. Is that about Shirashirim too? I mean, they, they said Shirashirim before Kriyasatayra also, and also when it comes to Koheles. So right. You're, you're going to have to come up with an answer that the answers of Salavechik and Elyoshev at least answer all three cases. And, uh-huh. I'm not so, and I'm not so sure, like I said, you know, I hear. You're saying it's like we do Akdamas, the same way we do Akdamas before Kriya Satayra, for whatever reason, Rus is also some sort of Heksher for the Kriya. Right. Yeah. Okay. Right. Uh, so Akdamas is actually is, is, is a, is a Piyot, so that's why it's, it's done where it's done. Right, right. But it's a part, it's a Piyot that's, that's part of, that, that's a, uh, an introduction to the Kriya. That's sort of what he's saying, that Rus is somehow right. Another thing that Rav Salve, that Rav Yoshev, now we all know we talked about the Vilna Gon and the Minaga Gro and how Rav Chaim Kanievsky was makbid on the Nusach Gro. So one of the things that you see in Maiserav, which was part of the Gro's based Medrash in Vilna, and that, as we know, became what the Talmud Gro established in Yerushalayim, was to read the Megillos with a, with a Shechianu. And this was the, incredibly the Minig in my hometown in Memphis, in Anshisfard, <laughs> and that show, they also read the Megillah with, 
with uh, with a shachianu. I'm not sure in Elizabeth whether they make shachianu on the Kriyas. Did you have a bracha on Mikra Megillah or you didn't have a cloth? They had a cloth. They did Mikra Megillah and shachianu. Right. And and uh, so in terms of the the Mikra Megillah, I guess, but the but 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 so Yoshev says I don't understand the goins hanhog of making shachianu. Rebel Yoshev says, "The mechi teisi varach shechianu. There ain't kriyas on megillas on lochay vasiochet. Shechianu is your mitzvah. Whatever it is, it's a minag that the tzibur is accepted. It's not the sfarad in Moshe, but the tzibur is accepted. Ashkenazi uh, communities have accepted as a tzibur that megillas rus should be part of the teches of the tvila. But it never becomes a chayva on the yochet to do, and therefore." let's say the Haftarah, or let's say the Korea. Is, is someone going to make a Shechianu? Like, everybody, I'm, the Balkari is going to be mowed to you uh, with the Shechianu of Kriya Satira of, 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 of Yantif. Of course not. Shechianu is your individual happiness that you can be Mekayim mitzvah. When it comes to, uh, when it comes to uh, uh, Kriyas Megillah, so of course, every every yochid has a chiv to read the Megillah. There's no din of read, even if there's no tzibur, you read the Megillah, and the Balkaris might see you. That's why we make shachianu on Purim, for Kriyasa Megillah. But why would you make shachianu? Even if you want to say that it's very, it's set in stone, and like Michael pointed out, you're going to even make the bracha al-mikra Megillah. But why did the goin add shachianu? That was a pella, that was a kasha the Rebel Yoshev had on the Minigah goin. But he says, Mikomokom, Rabbi Yoshev says, "Ain biyadein ulavat alaminik." The goyin, the Tamidi Agra came there to Israel. They they established it, and even though it could be a suffix brachal vatola, Rabbi Yoshev says, "I can't stop it." <laughs> and even in Rabbi Yoshev Shul, as he points out here, that um, in the base medrash of, of Rabbi Yoshev, they said shechiyonu as well. Now. In some places, they came up with an Eitzah to let the Balkari wear a Beged Chodosh. If he wears a Beged Chodosh, so he can be, he'll have in mind that the Shechianu should go on the new Beged that he's wearing. However, yes. Very easy solution to all this. Don't read it. <laughs> I knew Moshe, right? Okay. <laughs> Yeah. Moshe, okay. Moshe, if this is Fardim, have a minion before the Ashkenaz have a minion, and I'm going to your minion. <laughs> Michael, you cannot come because uh, we have to have very, very mini- uh, minimum uh, space available. <laughs> I understand. You don't have a minion anyway, though, Moshe. You're worried, about, you're, you're worried about particularities here and specifics. I'm not worried about that. Officially, we don't have a minion. Anyway, it's very blink, interesting. Blink, blink. I'll call upon him. It's interesting that, uh, that Rebel Yosha felt that, look, I, I don't understand the Minigagro, but I'm not going to have a vato the Minigagro. And that's... the inter- interesting thing, though, is that if you, if you have a mikra megillah, that that's that sort of blunts the answer that Rav Yelashev gave before, because there's no mistaking it for 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 a half Torah or a second half Torah, just like with with Purim, there's no mistaking it. There's no yeah. mistaking it if you have a good point. Talking, you say, megillah. Good point, Michael. I, again, the question is better than the answers, really. Both, you know what I'm saying? Why why it's put there is definitely a, a like he says, it's the Veltzkash, Rav Salvechik, Rav Yoshev, and probably for hundreds of years, people have been wondering why the Ashkenazim uh, have been doing that. Okay, so um, got a couple more uh, got a couple more minutes here. Um, We talked. Uh, we did, we read the psak last week of of Rav uh, Nochem Eliezer Rabinovich 
about waiting between milk and meat. And uh, we were all happy about when we went through the sources. Um, there's another Chiddush that Rabbi Yoshev used to say over in the name of one of the great Chiddush uh, Tzadikim, Rabbi Avram of Chechenov, Chechenover. The Chechenover was a chosid who actually David Nusach Ashkenaz. Uh, the Tzlusa Davram Siddur, you might be familiar with that Siddur, is the Nusach of the Chechenover. So anyway, there is a psak that is printed in that Siddur that the Tzadik Avram Chechenover used to say that if somebody on Shavuos wants to be Mekayim, the Minag of eating milk, but it still hasn't yet, six hours still hasn't passed, he said, Go to if you can if you sleep and forget about staying up all night. But if you sleep and you sleep, I could take a nap, and you and you wake up. That is also a hefsik. Now, that's even in fact it wasn't just a shvuas hetter. The chechenover was matir somebody that uh, used to wake up real early in the morning. I guess he had he had a meal a meat meal late at night. And then he would wake up early in the morning to learn. And he wanted coffee with milk. So the Chechenover told him, since you, that's your Hanog, you go to sleep at 11 or whatever it is, 12. You wake up at 4.30. It's not yet six hours like your Minug. But here, even though your Minug is six hours, but you've added sleep to that. So the, whatever you slept, you, you waited plus you slept. Therefore, the Chechenover said, that you can have uh, your tea or your coffee with milk, even though there isn't six hours, because the sleep itself creates a hefsik. And I know, Michael, we talked about the minute, uh, the Ramah, it's only an hour anyway, but it was interesting here that the Chechanov and Abel Yosham used to say over this psak as well as if it, there was some basis to it. It's interesting here in the footnote, they, they, they point out that it wasn't just the Chechanov, it was also the Chassam Seifer who thought of this Chiddush as well. Chassam Seifer, him tziya ma'atzmai, shaha'oichel boser belayla, that you would say you had a late night meal, a late night meat meal, and then you went to sleep, even though it's not yet six hours, the sleeping itself can, it, it adds to the break, and therefore Chassam Seifer felt you'd be allowed to eat, uh, to, to eat, to have milk. And some cipher got up on his own and wanted to have coffee after he'd eaten meat late and he'd slept and he wanted to have some coffee with milk. But what happened was, as he went to get the coffee, what happened was is that, I don't know what it was boiling in, but it shattered. And the coffee that was being made spilled all over. So some cipher said, ah, I wanted to come up with this chiddush and I wanted to be noig ba'atzmi. I see men hashamayim, they're not maskim to the seirah. <laughs> so you see, again, from this story, the Chassam Seifer didn't go that far because he felt HaKadosh Baruch Hu showing him, even though there's a good svara to it, clearly that shouldn't be, uh, that shouldn't be the Hanhaga. So sleeping itself doesn't necessarily create the hefzik. <laughs> okay, that's not a riot. It's not a psak. Okay, uh, uh, Avrami is saying, God doesn't paskin, show you how to paskin. God doesn't come and say Allah is this way. I mean, this was a chiddush. The coffee was not by Shemayim. The coffee was Baritz. <laughs> <laughs> Again, it's like the, some cipher understood. Vusepis, this thing broke. Again, you have to look at Ashkoch Protis, right? Clearly, again, he had a svaraze, right? He, Avrami is saying a malach wasn't going to come and tell him. It's like the malach came and said, "Don't do this." And that's like Leib Shemayim. 
that's a good question. Lebe Shemayim is again a psak about a specific when you have a that we hold this way, as far as not that way. A good hour, Rav Rami. But I think I, I think if a Baskal had come and said, "Don't drink that coffee," then you could say Lebe Shemayim. Right here, it was the shot. What's going on here? God is you. Aren't can you read the tea leaves? Can you read something that happened here? God is obviously in control of the world. Vusep is this moment. I was about to be machadish this new thing and drink the coffee. And like you said, the coffee spilled all over. There must be something to it. And therefore, the some safer felt. <laughs> okay, Avrami is really Avrami. You, you, you must have had your coffee tonight because Avrami is saying that that what about um. Uh, uh, in the story of Taner Shalach Noi, there was also, but those were also Shalaka Derech Hateva things that, that, that the Malach was sending and whatever it was. And the Basko was when he stood up and said, Lebe Shamayim. And even there, it's not so posh. Let's stick obviously. to the Gemara and the, the Halacha. <laughs> I understand. But it's good. It's a good point. All right. Moshe, Moshe, this is Kabbalah. <laughs> Thanks for joining us for another episode from the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast app so you don't miss a single episode.